All right, well, let's head on. We're going to start with our first guest, Father Jim Frederick. Good morning, Father Jim. Are you with us? Yes, I am with you. Oh, thank you for joining us this morning. It's great to hear you, Father Jim. Welcome to the program, and um, we're looking forward to having you out at the Abbey. Well, I would say amen to your comment about the beauty of the Abbey, and it's also beautiful down here in Wagner this morning as well. Amen. Hey, um, you know, obviously we know each other, but there's a lot of folks that are out in our audience that that don't know you, Father Jim. Why don't you give us a little bit of uh, insight on who you are, and um, and uh, again mention where you're ministering and where 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 you're at. Um, I'm an import from Iowa. My <laughs> first years as seminarian helped at Blue Cloud Abbey at the time, and I thought, how bare and everything. Where's the cornfield? <laughs> <laughs> but I've come over the years to love South Dakota. The last 13 years, I had been pastor at Woonsocket, Westington Springs, Artesian, and Duncan. And as of three months ago or so, I began here at Wagner and Dante. Awesome. What part of Iowa? I didn't know you were from Iowa. Uh, corner close to Sioux Falls, Rock Rapids, Larchwood area. Well, good okay. For you. Uh, yeah. Well, we're, 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 we're having you on the show today because you're going to be coming to the Abbey next month on the second Tuesday in October, and you're going to be leading a day of recollection here at the Abbey. And the title of your recollection or, or your, your, your talks is going to be Vanity of Vanities, all things are vanity. Can you explain with us to us what's behind so, it? That's that's it's intriguing to me. So part of what brought that was I think you had a day for clergy up at Abbey of the Hills and I came. It'd been quite some time since I was there and on the one hand I was thrilled to see so many things happening at Abbey of the Hills. At the same time I just felt so deeply all the things that I used to know here with the monks and so on. And so uh, during that time there, I kind of thought about, you know, things that last and things that don't. And that drew me to uh, that day that I was there. The Bible reading was from Daniel about the statue of gold and silver and bronze. And, but it was the rock that struck the statue that lasts forever. Uh, that's the same theme in Ecclesiastes, what lasts and what doesn't. Um, so it's a little book. We don't hear from it too much. We did uh, on August the 4th, Sunday, August the 4th. It was the first reading. Uh, started out, Vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. Here is one who has labored with wisdom and knowledge and skill, and yet to another who has not labored over it, he must leave his property. What vanity and great misfortune. Um, I think of one writer comments, that Ecclesiastes is the most depressing book in the Bible. And then he continues, and he says, and it's one of my favorites. Um, another thing he says is that asks all the questions that the rest of the Bible answers. Um, so uh, if I continue here, yeah, uh, I would comment that if we pick up the book of Ecclesiastes, there's some things there that at first glance we just see the beauty of it. Uh, I've had people request, for example, for funerals, uh, the passage about a time, appointed time for everything, 
time to weep, the time to laugh, the time to mourn, the time to dance, the time to scatter stones, to gather them, and so on and so on. And this beautiful thing. But at the end of that, what does it say? God has put the timeless into our hearts so they cannot find out from beginning to end the work which God has done. You say, what's that all about? Or if you look at the end of the book, there's this beautiful description of old age. Uh, when the guardians of the house tremble, that's the arms. When the strong men are bent, that's the legs. When the women who grind are idle because they are few, that's the teeth. And those who look through the windows grow blind. Uh, and afraid of heights and perils in the street, the almond tree blooms, that's the white hair in our older years. And you see the beauty of that, but then you get to the end of it, and what does it say? Remember the days of your youth when they're good because you're going to die and you're going to go back to dust. Yeah. And you say, oh, my. Um, so there's many examples like that uh, throughout um, the book. Uh, my little presentation, I like to do some stories. For example, I think of years back, growing up on the farm in Iowa, it was the third time Dad had the vet out for some cattle. And one of them was this cow all three times. So Dad said teasingly at supper that night, as soon as I get that critter vet, uh, doctored up, I think I should take it to the sale barn and let somebody else have the problem. <laughs> and my mother, you know, she just said, Irvin, how dare you? But the reality is that even though we wouldn't dream of doing that, that does happen, you know? So much injustice and those kinds of things. And the, uh, it asks that in the book. It says, life isn't fair. You know, only struggle with that. Uh, he said, I consider all things under the sun. I've tried pleasures. Uh, and you know, I think of the pleasure-seeking I saw people do in college. He says, I've tried all these things, and you end up empty. Um so it returns again and again to that phrase, vanity of vanities. Now, uh, there's a, a little thing I like to bring when I come. It's a picture I was given when I received the ministry of lectorate, one of the steps toward priesthood. Yeah. And this nun gave me this um, picture of Hebrew script uh, of the Bible. It's uh, highly illustrated and colored, and but... If you don't know Hebrew, it doesn't mean anything to you, even though it's sacred scripture. Mm -hmm. Well, the same thing with life. If you don't know there's a bigger picture, then it's all just vanity. So I think the big clue to, to that little book is, I've considered all things under the sun. And if that's all that we have to look at is what's under the sun, we don't know the bigger picture of the Lord and, and, and the heavens. If it's just, you know, like St. Paul says, if all your hopes in Christ are limited to this earth only, you are the most pitiable, we are the most pitiable of people. And that's, that's the message in Ecclesiastes. I want to thank people for joining us um... If you just joined us, um, I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. I'm, I serve as the director here at the Abbey of the Hills in um, northeast South Dakota. Heather Carrow is the professional <laughs> radio announcer. And we're visiting with Father Jim Frederick, and he's speaking. he'll be speaking uh, the second Tuesday in October here at the Abbey.
a day of recollection. I think one of the beautiful things that Father is able to share, I always feel this too, Father, is when I do a homily, I would love to get further into the into the scripture, but sometimes we're kind of limited because of time and attention span and the and um you know the parameters of mass that we can't maybe dive into it as much. That's the opportunity that folks will have if they come to the day of recollection on October eighth, just to hear more what's behind this very, very interesting um verse. Um, from Ecclesiastes, vanity of vanities, all things are vanities. Um, I'm curious, what do you expect now as folks come to the Abbey, and typically we get between 30 to maybe 60 folks that will come to these talks, what what are you hoping that they get out of, of the, and maybe I'll quickly say this too, the, the day of recollection here at the Abbey starts with a, about a 45-minute presentation or so by the guest speaker, in this case, Father Jim. And then it's followed by Mass, and there's a lunch, and there's a holy hour where we have adoration and then have a couple of priests here to, to, uh, to give the, the sacrament of reconciliation. And then we finish with a final talk by the guest speaker, and we're done by three. But, Father, as you go into that, what, what is your prayer that um, God touches folks through your through your sharing. Um, I think of when I was hospital priest at an occasion, uh, if there was a tragic accident or someone something, that I've experienced cases where there was a wailing like it was the very end of the world. Just and, and I and I'd come to learn there are individuals that had no faith background. I think of this presentation as helping reveal to us and making us more appreciative the great, great gift that we have, that if we know not the Lord, that life is maybe just forget it. Why bother? Uh, but, but knowing the bigger picture, uh, what a gift we have. Uh, that's that's the, the first thing I think of with this. To recognize the gift that we have, the gift, the that wonderful we have. gift that we have, you know, and out of that gratitude and thankfulness and, and peace, everything um, else follows. Right, but to say how dark things are, you know, how deep the darkness is, if we know not the faith. Mm-hmm. Well, and what a message we need in this day and age. I think it's very helpful. Yeah. Well, not even. You know, on the one hand, it you know it looks very frankly at the realities of our world, mm-hmm. um, which you know we need to have our eyes open. But if this world is all we see, if the the bad news every morning is the only thing is the only thing you hear, well, it's mm-hmm. pretty grim. It's pretty grim, and especially you know I, I just visited a, a younger brother of mine who lives overseas, and you know I think. You know, he's struggling with his faith. He's married a woman who is was not raised in the church, and he, so he's up against some of these things of this world and and mm-hmm. this humanism, and that's that's where the the wall is at for them, just this world. Mm-hmm. And I think about the the beauty of having faith and having a savior, having this this communion of faith that's full of these saints. It gives us hope, gives us joy. 
Absolutely. It gives us peace. You know, uh, humanism, I think of, you know, we can be moved deeply by our emotions and, and the goodness in our heart to want to minister to the needs of the world around us. And we can, that can carry us a long way down the road. Mm-hmm. But, eventually, but eventually you look at things and say, you know, uh, the sun rises and the sun up and down and the wind blows back and forth. And Ecclesiastes says, but did I make any difference in the first place? Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of our efforts... If that's all we look at is, I don't know if I even made a dent in the, the troubles of the world. Yeah. So that's where you need to see the bigger picture, uh, that there's something a lot more than just my little efforts. Right. Well, thank you, Father Frederick, for joining us this morning. It sounds like it's going to be a really beneficial and spiritual day. I, it sounds really interesting. Yeah, the day of recollection for Father Frederick here at the Abbey starts at 10 a.m. It's October 8th again. starts at 10 a.m. and it finishes at 3. So folks can Come participate and then they get home and time for supper.